Bringing it back to Rosie on the house. Coming into your house. You could come into my house by dialing one 767 4348 We've pretty well made our way through the callers that were on hold. If you'd like to get in, I want to interview and introduce to you uh, a, a friend I've known for a lot of years. We call him the magician. Mr. Rick Thompson of Thompson's Drywall, welcome to the program this morning. Hi, Romy and Rosie. Nice to be here. Kind of set the stage. We're working on drywall repairs. Um you know, screw holes and nail holes, you can, you know, I, I even know people that put a little toothpaste on it and spot paint it and you can move on past that. Let's get into where we actually start needing to apply some mud and we've got to do some texture matching. Take it, take it from there, Rick. Okay. Well, if you're uh, doing uh, like a tear patch, um, you need it, or let's say you have a small hole, you don't need, uh, it's small enough that you can put mesh tape, you put a little hot mud on it. Uh, without any drywall on it, and that would probably be maybe I wouldn't say any more than uh, I don't know a size of a fist hole. Put your your mud on, let it set, push it in a little bit, and then you can put a couple more coats on, and then get it ready for texture. And, and if then, you're uh, using the hot mud, that that's your faster drying mud. Yes, and whenever you use mesh tape, whether it's on a crack or or anything. It has to have the hot mud, and the hot mud comes in a 5-minute, a 20-minute, a 45-minute, and a 90-minute. I prefer prefer to use 5-minute. Well, that's fast. Now, if you're doing this for the first time, we would tell you, give yourself a little <laughs> bit more time. <laughs> may, may, maybe go for the, the 60 minutes so you got some time to work and play with your finish there. There you go. You can work up to the 5-minute when you've been doing this as long as Rick. <laughs> Yeah. And so most homes are done with the paper tape and repair work. You see the use of the mesh, as you were saying, a lot, a lot more. Right. Well, um, and then when I'm doing a bigger project, I'll go ahead and use paper tape. Uh, The advantage is is it's going to be better for cracks, preventing cracks. Uh, Mesh tape is still okay for that. But you like I said, you have to use the hot mud, at least on the first coat. And then uh, paper tape is better for your angles and, and everything else. Uh, so I, I actually pre- prefer paper tape. Um, and uh, let's see what else. How about once we uh, get to a little bit bigger? We actually, we've actually had something happen where now we have to remove some sheetrock. How do we get it cut? How do we get it set in there? Well, okay. Are, are, is it is it big enough? How big are you talking? Is it bigger than? Uh, is it where you can use the trusses or the studs? I wouldn't go that far. Let's those? go. Let's go a foot, size of a okay. basketball. Okay. So you can cut it out. You cut it out square. You can get some some wood. I don't know. I use uh, furring strips, one inch by two inch, sometimes uh, one inch by three inch depends upon what's available and uh but you don't have to homeowner can just find some wood laying around their house and cut it cut a little bit bigger than the size of the hole you want to square that hole out first though and that that's that's so you can measure your new patch to 
put that in a little bit easier. It's a little easier but, to measure a square hole than try right. to keep it the shape of a basketball Absolutely. or a square hole. Yeah. Or a circle hole, excuse so, me. <laughs> right. So anyways, uh, yeah, and then you and then you put the you just hold it from you put it put the, the wood behind the hole and then run a screw between the, the on the top and the bottom and on both sides or if you're using a, a wider piece of wood you could probably get away with just one piece of backing. Uh, and then you screw your drywall to that and and uh, it saves you from having to go all the way from stud to stud. Now, <clears throat> once we've got that patch in, we've got the cor- the edges taped, you put a layer of mud on, you put your mesh or your paper tape over the top, then you put another layer mm-hmm. of mud. We've got to fill out to make it even and add some textures. Now we're getting to where it really matters. You could do a sloppy patch. It's all right. Wet that mud up, sand it off, scrape it off, start over. Now we're getting to the texture part. This is where the touch, this is where you make your money. <laughs> and we're not asking you to sell the farm here, Rick. We don't want you to give away all your tricks, but you, you could yeah, still yeah. talk someone through. They could watch you do it in sight, and it takes years to still get that touch to blend yeah. it. But when you're identifying your drywall texture, what are you looking for, and how are you matching it? Well, okay, there's different, uh, all kinds of different types of textures. There's daub texture. That's an older style texture on older homes, plaster homes, and things like that. Uh, you have skip trial texture. You have um, knockdown, orange pill, Santa Fe. Santa Fe is one of my favorites for homeowners. They're more on the newer homes, and, and they're kind of like a smooth wall with little imperfections. So a homeowner doesn't have to worry too much about their texture. Um, but basically, you need to look at the direction of the texture. You have to see the texture uh, in that area because people can just go ahead and do a knockdown, and they say they know what they're doing, and the knockdown is being knocked down in one direction, and they're knocking it down in another direction. That's going to stand out. So that's, that's a pretty good uh, pointer right there. And you can uh, think that you're done, paint the wall, <laughs> and when the sun shines through it the next day, Uh-oh. you're like, what? <laughs> right. So how do you so. how do you identify the direction that the original applicator was going? Well, you can kind of see. Uh, an orange pill, you don't really doesn't really matter so much. But a knockdown, you'll see the way that it's, the, the way it's like a puzzle pieces, little puzzle pieces, and they'll kind of drag, and they'll uh, you'll know the direction, the way the knife came down to knock it down. Uh, same thing with skip trial. Skip trial, there'll be little tilings, little tells. It'll tell you that, yeah, okay, it goes this way or it comes down this way, up and or I, down. I, or, I, I think for a homeowner, the skip trial drywall texture is the one they have the hardest time matching. Right, and, the, and you really need to have your surface pretty flat for that. And you can use smaller knives if, if you need to. Um, but, and... The one problem that they probably have a lot of problems with is they're uh, they're trying to do it after they sanded it, and so the sand has got that it's, the drywall patch now has a dust on it, so it's it's not sticking. Now why isn't this working? So if they take they have to take a sponge and sponge their edges off to blend it in anyways. You do that with all your patches, then you you'll wipe that dust off. Let it set for a little bit, and then you can 
pull your knife, have your mud. You can you have to play around with it for a little bit. Get your mud mixed about like a milkshake, and then just get it on the end of your knife, and then just pull it across. Keep your knife pretty flat, and it'll start sticking. And then with a little bit of practice, you'll get it down. I like that the thickness of a milkshake because that. Uh, that's a, a consistency you can shoot for blizzard. every time. Not a Not blizzard. Not a blizzard, <laughs> Milkshake. <laughs> and uh, what, have you ever had any te- – uh, most of the people listening will probably have uh, orange peel. Uh, do those spray can textures match up yes. good? Those are hit and miss for me. Uh, okay. I mean, they're, they're good in a pinch. Uh, but sometimes you get a can and, it, and it's just – it's old. It's an old can. And so uh, they're expensive. You can use them, and they're used all the time. So I'm not going to say that they're not a, a bad pro- uh, product. <clears throat> but I have them. I prefer to just go ahead and spray it with my hopper. Uh, and uh, In a pitch. Uh, just, in a pitch. I've used my blizzard straw. <laughs> and, you sp- and you spit, spit it. it. You spit it out the there straw. You go. I, it, you in know, a pitch, it works. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, you know, you can also – I wouldn't recommend it for a knockdown because it's too gooey. Uh, if you need to make if – if you have a small patch, not anything big, just something small, you can make sure – take your mud, all-purpose mud, and mix it down enough, make it loose, uh, a milkshake, and, uh, and just get a long bristled brush, and you can kind of – dip the, the tips of it in and kind of flick it on, pull it back towards you and it'll kind of flick on the wall. That's a great tip. And, just, and you can do it really small. You don't get big blobs on it. Let the little blobs build up to the size that you need. Let it set a little bit. Then you can knock it down. You're going to do, it's going to come out much better uh, doing that than using the spray can. We appreciate it. We're down to about 60 seconds left. We appreciate you taking time out of your uh, Saturday. I know you're on the job and uh, helping share with the Arizona homeowners a little little bit of uh, trade secrets. Okay. Well, great. I appreciate uh, the time here. You guys invited me here for your weekly guest as your drywall professional and for making me part of every Arizona homeowner's best friend.